Tuesday. Let's start off right, y'all. Tuesday evening, we got Soul Saint right there in the middle. Saints plus Soul equals Super Bowl. There we go. We got the man in the end who broke us through with that uh, Philadelphia theme music. Uh, we got Cisco. It is December 8, 2020. That is today's date. <laughs> All right. Well, Hey, we we uh we got a lot to talk about. Saints with a twenty-one sixteen win. They won nine in a row. They have clinched a playoff spot. Uh, things are going really good for the Saints right now. It looks like a two-team race in the NFC with the Saints and the Packers trying to get that number one seed. But uh, so man, I've been hearing some. Uh, we, we talked a little bit before we went on. You got some interesting information, man, about some quarterback news with the Saints. Well, let me just say that. Um, you know, a lot of people out there was wondering, you know, why we started Taysom, why we didn't start Jameis, um, you know, and, you know, everybody was back and forth, you know. I mean, don't get me wrong. Taysom has done an uh, excellent job because the name of the game is winning. Right. And that's what he has done. You know, right. he's been winning. So the thing about it, I talked to somebody in the Saints organization, and they kind of enlightened me a little bit and right. uh, let's rewind to last year okay mm -hmm. um drew Brees was quarterback and we had teddy bridgewater under contract and we right. said probably if drew retired teddy was gonna be the man okay drew got hurt okay drew got hurt got knocked out right. teddy came in nobody knew teddy did well he you know he kept the boat afloat and he won five straight games. Right. So what that did, everybody in the NFL saw that. And they said, well, damn, you know, Teddy looks like he's pretty good. He brought the Saints 5-0. and Okay, let's yeah. fast forward to this year. Okay? Mm -hmm. Same thing happened. Breeze gets knocked out. Okay? Now, let me tell y'all something that y'all didn't know. If you read back, mm -hmm. um, Sean Payton is high, was high on Jameis Winston. Okay? Right. He was talking about his athletic ability, things like that, his strong arm, things like mm -hmm. tangibles, things like that, right. okay? Drew Brees gets hurt, okay? What happened last year? The Carolina Panthers signed him to a nice contract. So right. if we had started Jameis Winston and he mm -hmm. had did well, what would that have done? The rest of the league would have saw that. I'm telling you, Sean <laughs> Payton likes Jameis Winston at the end of the season. Why? Wow. That's what I'm I, telling you. I, let me finish. I know. <laughs> so okay, we don't want to put Jameis Winston out there and showcase him. A showcase what he can do. Because like I said, mm -hmm. team is going to see that. Just right. like they can't take Taysom. Taysom's under contract. Right. But Jameis has got a one-year deal. So think about it. Now, I heard this. Now, it's not coming from me. I heard this from someone inside the Saints organization. Right. You don't want to showcase taste. I mean, um, Jameis Winston. Okay, unless we have to. 
Okay, long as but, we got we got a, a, a schedule that's you know easy, not easy, but you know you're going against losing teams with losing records. Okay, right. let's face him out there because we wanted to see if he could be a quarterback anyway. Right. So it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a quarterback. We, believe me, they high on Jameis Winston. I mean, I, I think they're high on Jameis, but I'll be honest. Like Jameis Winston, don't feel because I'm I'm telling you. But that's all I wanted to say, man. Just watch. They don't want to see Jameis right now. Well, let, let's go look. I mean, I know C's getting right now. He's got to be looking to get to this. Then why did they put uh, Winston out for them three quarters in the first game? That didn't tell too many people on him. Look, well, I, no, no game plan, no practice with the starters. Just threw him out there. Taysom, you threw Taysom out there. He probably would have did worse. Okay. So here's my thing. Here's my thing. I think the, I think the Jameis Winston thing is like a total. Look, I mean, I appreciate the insight from the organization. So, and I, I like the news, man. I really do. I get what you're saying, but I, I'll be honest with you. Jameis Winston has thrown his last passes in New Orleans Saint, in my opinion. And I'm gonna tell you why. I'll, I'll give three reasons before we go into this game. I, I got three reasons, and I and I look. If anybody wants to come on, any viewers can debate me on any one of the three. I'll be glad to do that on this show. First of all, there's he's not gonna play for 1.1 million dollars next year. That's his current contract. He fired well, we know that. immediately know that. after that. And the Saints do not have much capital. The Saints can't pay another quarterback eight to ten million dollars. That and here's that's my reason number one. My reason number two is in this year. Sean Payton, look, he wanted to see Taysom Hill for a reason because he wants to know what he's doing next season. Taysom Hill's contract tells me that they wanted to give Taysom an audition, and, and this is his audition for the future. If Jameis was that guy, Sean Payton's going to want to see him in these key meaningful games. You know what I'm saying? I, I just don't think Jameis is the guy. I really don't. I mean, and my, no. and my third reason is we know who Jameis Winston is. We've seen him for five years. You know what I'm saying? I think some team will take some team will take a fly on Jameis Winston, whether it's the Bengals, whether it's the Jets, Jaguars. Somebody will take a look at Jameis Winston next year. I just don't think he's going to be a saint next year. Let I me say one more thing, Sirago. I know you want to say something real bad. Let me say one more thing. Look, <laughs> you talk about they don't want to pay. All right, first of all, if Drew Brees retires, okay, I mean – we got to pay the man if he's going to be our quarterback, first of all. So money is not going to be a problem. Let me talk. Jameis wants to play for a winner. Okay? So if I want to play for a winner, okay, the Jets might give him more money. Where would you want to go? To the Jets or stay with the Saints for less money? I mean, it's smart. You've been in the league five years I'm losing with, with Tampa. He wants to Money is but he no fired his agent right after he signed this contract. So he didn't like this contract. We got to remember that. He didn't want this contract. He fired his agent right because after. Because he knows the winner. He knows this is a winning organization. He's smart. I don't know, man. I, I, here's my thing. So, I mean, see, you want to get in this? I'm sure you get your uh, I mean, they, they could want to keep him as much as they will, but – you know, if he gets offered $20 million by the New York Jets, guess where uh, James Winston's living next year? He's living in New York City. He's he's going to get money. He's not going to come back for a million dollars. You know, he took the, he took the best available uh, shot. You know, he probably his agent probably bet on him getting a chance to start. You know, Drew Brees is 41 years old. He, he already got banged up last year. So there's an outside shot. He gets a chance to start. But – 
Uh, Taysom's been there. Uh, uh, he's shown what he can do, you know, in, in the three years of practice. Uh, Sean Payton feels real comfortable with what he brings to the table and maybe a little bit too comfortable, uh, you know, based on what I saw in the fourth yeah. quarter. Um, but, I mean, the guy's 3-0. The guy's, the guy's won every game. And, uh, you know, uh, a lot of people didn't think he could throw a touchdown pass for some reason, but he did just that twice this past week. I mean, yeah. you know, we got to start having a serious discussion about how much he's going to play when Breeze comes back. Right. Well, that's my thing. How much is Taysom Probably Hill about the same? You know what I'm saying? How much is Taysom Hill going to improve? Just three starts in. I mean, I like to look at the ceiling for Taysom Hill. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I, I don't think we scratch the surface on how good he can be. That, that's my personal opinion. I mean, I, I'm eager to see what's next for Taysom Hill. I mean, I, I don't think there's any way. Like, Sean Payton has been itching to give this guy an opportunity. I mean, look, he comes out, he throws a, a tremendous first game for a guy making his first NFL start. Second game, you can almost throw it in the trash because of the game plan. That he comes out against a team you just saw two weeks ago that has tape on him, and he has a better game, in my opinion. I mean, with 27 for 37, 232 yards, two touchdowns, 80-something yards rushing, a 107 quarterback rating, which is like Pro Bowl caliber. Look, I mean, one thing, let's be real. The fumbles, he's got to control the fumble. He, and he's mentioned that himself. When he's in open field, he's got to tuck that ball. But I'm going to say this. I agree with what something C said. And so we talked about this Sunday evening. Sean Payton, look, as much as Sean Payton's a fantastic coach and a wonderful offensive mastermind, he made some bad choices to take him into precarious spots. He should have never had Taysom running to the outside on that play where he fumbled and luckily it went out of bounds. You have a $15 million running back named Alvin Kamara who does not fumble. Why is Alvin Kamara not touching the ball in the fourth quarter? And he's running as, as a receiver when you got Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders and Jerry Cook, but yet you're not handing this guy off the ball. He's slicing and dicing these dudes all game long, and in the fourth quarter he can't see a handoff for nothing. You know what I'm saying? Somebody explain right. that. Right, right. That's, that's, that's all on Sean Payton right there. You know, and like you said, you know, I respect you guys. You my colleagues. I respect y'all's <laughs> opinion. But like uh-huh. I said, I talked to somebody inside the organization, and I feel good about that. I said, okay, <laughs> I understand what you're saying. And, and y'all will see. You know what I'm saying? We're going to see right. what's going to happen. Y'all got your opinion? I, I got I just can't see I think Taysom's going to have a chance to start next year, and mm-hmm. Jameis going to have a start, a chance to start. Whoever it does that happen. regular training camp, and whoever, whoever's the man is going to be the yeah. man. That's it. But I think money's going to play such a big factor, though, man. I, I can't, like, like here's my thing about that real quick. I don't know, like she was saying, will he take less than 7 or $8 million a year if another team's offering him, you know, more money? You know what I'm saying? I mean, if, if the Jets come up with two years, $30 million, if the Bengals say, hey, we don't have Joe Burrow next year, uh, even the Cowboys, they might not like Andy Dalton. I don't know what his contract is, a one-year deal or whatever he's got. But, I mean, what if one of these teams says, hey, two-year deal, $30 million, you're going to start next year for us from day one. I don't know how he passes that up. And the Saints can't even pay half of that. You know what I'm saying? The Saints don't have the cap space to do any of that. And that's so what you're, saying after retires, you're saying after Drew Brees retires, we won't have any money to sign anybody. So we, we just got to remember, we got to be 
You got to be paying his team is, his contract even when he retires. He has, he has $10 million yeah. of dead money mm -hmm. that's going to roll over the next year. Now, now, Mickey Loomis can work that out maybe, but there's still a lot of right. dead money. That's the way that contract right. works. Right. I mean, hey, let me tell you, Mickey Loomis is, is magic, bro. He'll work he it is. out to where James will get a big signing bonus. <laughs> Believe me, Jameis is the man. Wait and see. I, I love man. I, until I love man, I'm, I'm gonna have I to go with that one man. But no, it's all good. Let, let's let's talk. Let, let's talk about this game, man. Let's look defense. You know, wasn't there? Wasn't as dominant as a performance as what we've seen the past few weeks. But still, they only allowed one touchdown. And this was yep. after. Remember, you didn't have Janoris Jenkins. You didn't have Marcus Davenport. You know, what I'm saying the injuries definitely. Patrick Robinson went out in the first quarter. I mean. But the defense, I mean, this still looks like a top-level defense. I mean, I think, are we getting spoiled, y'all, on how dominant this defense has been to where they give up 16 points and we're like, oh, it was a so-so effort. But Matt Ryan didn't even complete 50% of his passes. They had no running game whatsoever. We tripled their rushing yardage on the day. So, I mean, are we getting spoiled with this defense, y'all, or was that a pretty good effort we're just not looking at it maybe that way? You there? Hello? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, could, I couldn't hear for a minute. Oh, okay. Um, are we are we timed in? Or are we good? Yeah, yeah. Look, See, you can hear us. Yeah, you got a robotic kind of thing going coming off of uh off of your phone or your, your speaker. Who's that? We're gonna really need to invest in speakers because uh, uh the sound you know it's kind of comes and goes. It's it's going which right. one Where, on on who sounds like it's coming from Dave. I I don't know. Uh... Let me. Can you guys hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. You sound okay. like you're in a tunnel. Them. That's weird. I have no idea. I, I get that a little bit from C. I'm getting that from. I got that from C the last couple of weeks. But yeah, we need to get our equipment back. We're doing it on uh, this format, which is great. I love doing this format. But we need to get our equipment back. We're doing it on. We're going old school on the phones yeah, right now. For you, man, with the equipment. Uh, the dancing bear is holding our equipment hostage right now. There's a reason I'm not getting it from him to this day, um, but I will get it from him very soon. Um, but look, hey, Saints defense. I'm not going to a lot what I said. Basically, good performance, 16 points allowed, only one touchdown. What'd you guys see from the defense? I mean, are we getting spoiled? Where some people are kind of like, oh man, this wasn't as dominant of an effort. I mean, how do you guys feel about the defensive effort overall on Sunday? I think the defense played well, uh, even though we didn't have uh, Jack Rabbit in there. Um, I was kind of upset about the play of Mar um, Marshawn Lattimore. Yeah. You know, uh, you know yeah. I mean, and believe me, man, you know, man, the, 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 the defensive line, the linebackers, everybody plays great. But, you know, Marshawn well, just – Obsession I agree with Lattimore. So what's up with Lattimore? I mean, like, I, dude, I'm a huge Marshawn Lattimore fan. You know that. I, I've always said this guy's a top three corner in the league, but Calvin Ridley ate his lunch in the second half. He did. You know, I mean, he's, he's, in, he's in press coverage, but he doesn't put his hands on him. It just lets him run right by him. Then he's in chess yeah. mode. He you blew know, a he couple nice then he, dives, he dives. Instead of making a secure tackle, he dives. Yeah. That's and a good point, So. That that play almost came back to haunt us because he could easily tackle him in bounds. He allowed him to get out of bounds on that play. There were some definite mistakes. That was one of his sloppiest games all year. The team is just so much more ferocious when Davenport's out there just to have that 
that extra guy that, that can kind of take pressure off of everybody, another guy to throw in the rotation. I mean, uh, him and Rankin not the same guy by far. You know, with with what uh what our guy uh, brings off the edge, it's, you know, it, it's it's like the Saints X factor. Honestly, it makes everybody cover better. You know, you know, and he when he's not getting, when he's not out there diving for what I'm talking about when he's not out there, you know, causing havoc and making everybody else in that line much better. He makes the whole secondary better because they don't have to cover as long. You know, and that's that's when guys get exposed. It's the NFL guy. When you go up against a guy like Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones, yeah, if you give him longer than three seconds, guess what? They're getting open on everybody. It doesn't matter who it is. That's a good hey. point. I mean, Davenport's not the guy that's going to put up the Cam Jordan sack totals maybe at this point in his career, but he's very valuable for the things that he does. And a lot of people don't see it on the stats because everybody wants to see sacks because that's a sexy statistic. But he's a guy that soaks up blocks. He gets to the quarterback. He creates lanes for other players. That's a good point. And, I mean, he plays inside as well, see? That's another thing, too. Davenport can rotate at defensive tackle spot as well as the edge. So he's a bad guy. Wherever he's at on the line, he's gonna he's gonna command extra attention. That, that's the thing. That's why he makes everybody else so much better. Yeah, I think hey, y'all. I think Philly did us a favor by letting us know. I think he should have waited to the end of the week to let us know that yeah. Jaden Hurts, uh, that Jalen Hurts was going to start. Now we can kind of prepare a little bit for him, you know, because we yeah. thought we were going to get Carson Wentz. I think yeah. early in the week before the Saints start practicing, he let us right. know. Hey, we going against a rookie, you know. Hey, that's, I got a very that's a disaster right now over there, man. I have, a very I have a very important question. What we got in Dynasty? Do I draft Daniel Jones for Jalen Hurts? Do you draft one or the other? I, I don't know. I don't know what this that's Hurts thing is going to be, man. Would you Would you drop Daniel Jones for Jalen Hurts? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, Jalen Hurts, I liked what I saw from him in college. I mean, he was highly recruited out of high school. I, I'm not – look, I think Jalen Hurts has potential, but is this more yeah. of last – you know, you never know. The, 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 defense, the, future. the Saints defense might make his debut terrible. You never know. Yeah, I don't, I don't like – that's what I'm saying. For this kid, I think he's – this could be bad, wrong place, wrong time for Jalen Hurts because I, I agree with Soul on that. I, I, I like Jalen Hurts as a player. He's a guy I actually was hoping the Saints would look at in the second or third round, possibly. This might you know? kill his confidence. Yeah, Playing against I mean, the number one defense. I, I'll tell you, you what. What, no, what, yeah. what, what better what better, what better way to test your medal than to come out against the number one defense in the league? They are trading Wentz like yesterday. Like they already had they already had a, a handshake agreement with the Jets, like, you know. Hey, and I'll tell you this: If I'm a team, I'm buying on Carson Wentz because that that team. Look, Wentz is not playing well. I'm a big Wentz guy, and I like Hurts as well. But that offense will make anybody look like shit. Doug Peterson's been—he hasn't had creativity for years. All right, he's been kind of going downhill. That's because his creativity is right left. Yeah, good point. See, we talked about that before. Frank Reich was a huge part of that coaching staff, and look what he's doing with the Colts. I think he's made that team a contender, and I don't think that roster. Is worthy of being a contender. I think it's a nice roster, but he's got that team overachieving at every level. Um, yeah, at the end of the day, Carson Wentz is like seeing shit that's not there, and he needs to take responsibility for where he's playing. <laughs> like, it's awful. It, it's really it's hard to it's hard to watch at this point. You know. But see, look at this guy. Here's my thing. And this is why I would never dispose of Carson Wentz. I don't think it's all. And look, if Philly wants to trade him, great. If I'm another team, I'm lining up to if it, look. 
the same thing I feel about Winston. You know, if the Saints had money, I thought Winston would be more of a possibility. Look, if the Saints had cap space, Winston's a guy I would consider trading for. Even even though I love Taysom, I would consider trading for Carson Wentz if we had the money. But listen, dude, Carson Wentz, go look at his last three seasons before this. The numbers are staggering. This dude's a top ten quarterback statistically the last three years. This year, he's got no offensive line. This is what Jalen Hurts is going to walk into Sunday against the number one defense in the league. You got no Lane Johnson, no Brandon Brooks. You got no Jason Peters, possibly. They, their running game, they just don't have, they do not stick to the run. Miles Sanders is a decent back. They do not run this guy. You got no wide receivers whatsoever. The GM should have been fired before this year. The receiving core absolutely sucks. He's got two pretty good tight ends that are going to be facing horrible matchups with the Saints. I'm just telling you, I don't, I don't like the situation for Jalen Hurts, and I don't like it for Wentz either. I think both of those guys are capable quarterbacks, but Philly's a shit show right now to be playing quarterback. That's all I'm saying. It's a bad situation. Yeah, when you, when you, uh, when you're in a bad situation, the best thing you can find is, uh, is somebody to to hightail that shit and run as fast as you can. So and maybe Hurts is saying, hey, so what do you think about Hurts as a runner? I mean, does that scare you a little bit with his running ability? I know some fans have mentioned that on the forum earlier. Yeah, I mean, Jalen Hurts has full five speed. Anytime yeah. you're in that area, it's kind of yeah. scary. But you have to understand, um, Quan has full full speed. And, <laughs> and, you know, you could use him to spy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, you I know, agree. like I said, they, they need to send they, – they need to just – send the house at him, because like I say, he's still a rookie, okay? So we need to punch him in the mouth. We need to make his debut bad, right? you know, and, and just kill his confidence early. You can't yeah. let him sit back there, complete passes, and get no. confidence. That's a good point. Dennis Allen can't play that soft zone shit in the first quarter and give this kid confidence. I agree. Exactly. Let, let me – let's guys, let's, let's go. We're going to talk more about Philly too because I'm really intrigued by the news of Jalen Hurts. And I want to – and like I said, I like Jalen Hurts. I think he's got a future in this league. Uh, he could be the Philly quarterback of the future. There's no doubt about it. But let's talk a little bit about the offense this past game. I mean, I know we talked about the quarterback thing. But Taysom Hill, outside of the fumble, I was really impressed. But I was really impressed to see Alvin Kamara get the touches again. He caught a couple passes. He finished with 89 yards rushing. was close to six yards to carry. It was good to see Alvin Kamara, y'all, get back after a couple weak games, man. What do y'all guys feel? How y'all took his performance? Oh, Alvin's the man. Like I said, yeah. you know, given the opportunity, I knew sooner or later, you know, Alvin's going to show, show the old Alvin Kamara. You know, Absolutely. one thing he does, he comes to play no matter what. They still had a few problems getting him some pass receptions. But right. running the ball, like I said, running the ball, I mean, he scored a touchdown. Uh, he wiggled his body and made it in the end zone. You know, like I said, he has great balance. I mean, right. the ball is strong. You look at him, you'll say, damn, he a little back. But he's strong <laughs> for his size. Absolutely. I love Alvin. Oh, yeah. What you got, say? No, Alvin Kamara is definitely not a small back. He's, what, 215, 220? But he looks – I get he was he so – he, he doesn't look – he's not Derrick Henry or he's not – Right. Yeah, he's, you know what I mean? He's not tiny, but he's not – you know, he's not like 245. No running backs look like Derrick Henry. <laughs> when I think about running back, I think about like 5'10", 220. Well, let's go no, Ty Gurley. Alvin Kamara is smaller than Ty Gurley. Right. Absolutely. Alvin Kamara is built more like a wide receiver than he is a running back in my opinion. 
You know what I'm saying? If you're looking at just the build, if you didn't tell me who this guy was and he walked on the field without with his hair tucked in, and I'm, I don't even know who he is, I'm thinking he's a wide receiver based on build. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I, right. I kind of get what Soul's saying there. But, but see, what do you think about Kamara? I mean, he was an MVP candidate, in my opinion. He had a couple of fall-off weeks. We hear the foot was bothering him. I mean, is he back? I mean, is this Sean Payton just wanted to rest him those previous weeks and, and, you know, lessen his touches? Do you think he's back to being the guy he was early in the season? I don't know. Obviously, it seems like they limited him a little bit in the last few games, you know. They even limited him in this game. Like maybe they thought they had the – I mean, they did have the game in, in the bag, but it got really close at the end. Maybe maybe they're thinking, you know, we got a, a firm grip on this one. We're going to – you know, gonna stop. You know, running in between in between the tackles. You know, those grinded out runs that you know that right. that, that that put a beat on guys. You know, so um, I, I think uh, you know I think they've in game rested him. Uh, they haven't out and out rested him, but uh, he's a guy we're gonna need for the playoffs. So you know, if you give if he's getting 25, 30 touches a game, that's just a a poor use of assets, you know, when you're in the position you are, you know, if you can win the game without, without giving Alvin Kamara, you know, 25 touches, you know, that's what you, uh, that's what you want to do because you want to be able to give him 25 touches when it counts. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing, he got Jared Cook back involved, Emmanuel Sanders, all them got balls. Good point. I think – Right, he got them back involved. I think I tell you one person that he cannot stop, and that nobody can stop, no matter who's that quarterback, and that's right. Michael Thomas. Nobody hey. can stop that guy. Anybody hey, can throw that, him, he's gonna be open. Hey, I'll tell you this: how impressive! I don't know who I was. I was impressed. Probably, I was fighting with this in my head, y'all. On that third down, y'all know the play I'm talking about. I was like third and ten or something, or maybe third. No, no, it was third and seventeen, and he completed an eighteen-yard sideline pass. I said, man, who am I more impressed nice. with on this play? Was it the throw or was it the catch? Because I both of them were like, when I went back and looked at the throw, I'm like, man, that's exactly what a throw has to be. And then I'm watching Thomas scale the sideline with a guy draped over him. I mean, I was, I mean, is that not one of the most impressive plays you've seen all year? I mean, honestly, you know, uh, you know, a lot of people acting like Taysom Hill is throwing, you know, like guys that are wide open, you know, uh, right, guys right. With, Without with people like you know ten yards off of them, no, there's a lot of tight window throws in there. Yeah, you yeah. know, you know, sometimes the decision making, you know, that comes with uh, that comes right. with experience. You know, he, he has been a slash guy for most of his career. He hasn't got a lot of practice time as quarterback. We're talking about a guy in his third start, you know, making these throws. You know, right. running damn near a hundred yards. You know, breaking off a forty-five yard run and hitting these tight window throws. We need to enjoy what we have in front of us. Because, right. like I said before, we have a Zion-level athlete at the quarterback position. <laughs> hey, that shit. I'm trying to. Hey, I just I got some breaking soul, news, man. I'm trying to sell some. I just got some breaking soul, news. <laughs> I just got some breaking news, y'all. What you got? Yes. Okay, love. Y'all remember when we signed Des Bryant, and we were trying to get him all prepped and ready to face the Cowboys, and right. he got hurt. The week right. before, the week it was the week before he was, he was for the for the Cowboys, wasn't it? Yeah, and he tore his Achilles. Guess what? Guess what? Yeah. Tonight he's for the face the Cowboys because he plays for the Ravens. He's right. out. He got tested positive for COVID. Wow! Something don't want him to play the What is not want him to play the Cowboys? Hey, Jerry brings up a good point. Uh, wow. he, if they're gonna cancel the game if another player tests positive, warming up. 
Well, that's true because so the Ravens have been hit hard. I mean, that last game they played with a bunch of guys out. So that's Jerry. That's Jerry. Uh, Jerry Ketter. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's a good point. That's I a good point. The, I love the yeah. Hey, they just showed it. Des Bryant, last minute scratch because of COVID. And that's like Jerry says. I mean, how many more? You know what I'm saying? That's going to be interesting, and this is going to be scary for the NFL as a whole right now because this is a this is I mean a Tuesday game. And the Ravens have already, you know, doctored up their schedule a little bit. So I mean, this is this is really, man, this is scary if this game gets canceled tonight, man. Yeah. I mean, this is the one thing as Saints fans that we do not want to see happen. We're in a complete roll right now. Um, you know, we're talking about it, clicking on all cylinders. Best team in the league, in my opinion, right now. Because let's be real, Pittsburgh lost. Hey, no more undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers. You know what I'm saying? Washington Football Team sees guys. They took them down. Hey, I, I told you, man, I respect the fuck out of that team. I mean, you know, I'm more of a forward-thinking guy, but, uh, you know, something about a young team with a, with a, with a coach that, that – that Ron Rivera, dude. I Ron think, Rivera. I don't think he's a championship coach, but I think he can get, like, young players to respect the game and right. show their workman hats on. And, fuck, Alex Smith, I mean, that guy's leg nearly fell off, had so many surgeries. I mean, if you've seen the, the – you know, what – his Franken leg, you know, when he was getting work. I mean, to see that guy out on the field, you know, I, I had a lot invested in uh, Dwayne Haskins, but shit, man, you can't, you can't, you can't shit on that story, man. That's a great story. Uh, great, story. story. great story. Great story. Hey, y'all, did y'all know you deserve to get to the playoffs? What's that? Did so? y'all know that that uh, Philly has the third best defense behind San Francisco and Tampa that we played against? So That's, it's not going to be easy. This this Philadelphia defense is pretty they, good. Hey, you watch Jim Jim Rest Schwartz, the, the veteran coach. These guys swarm to the ball and they hit hard. I'll tell you this. I know everybody says, "Oh, everybody hits hard." No, that defense. If you watch them against DK Metcalf a couple weeks ago, and even this game against the Packers, these guys stick the hell out of people. I mean, you would think this is the 2009 Saints. I mean, they take some licks on people, dude. I mean. I mean, like, you know, all old school Baltimore Ravens and Pittsburgh Steelers defenses. That's what this kind of reminds me of because they're not—they're not that talented. Don't let me get it twisted. But they are good players. Mm -hmm. So it's a good point. Very good defensive yep. line. They got to be secondary this year as well with Darius. What you say? See, they got to—they got to be on top of their game when they're scoring like twelve points a game. Well, right. right. <laughs> hey, how good that defense would be if they could actually stay off the field? Yeah, you know, if the, if the Saints—if the Saints can score early and often. It'll take the defense out of the game, and they'll feel like, hey, look, we're not going to go play our heart out. We're about to get blowed out. <laughs> I, I'm honestly excited. Yeah. yeah. honestly excited to see uh, see this test that, uh, you know, see if uh, Taysom could pass this test. Because I, yeah. I, I think Breeze needs to sit out one more week. You know, you bring right. it against the Chiefs. At least, right. you know, you know, you know, if he, he needs to score 35 points, he can, he can help get you there. Uh, yeah. And, Rely on your defense as well, but this against the Chiefs, you got the score in the 30s. But you know, uh, uh, against the Eagles, I think that defensive matchup for Taysom, it'll be another test. You know, he kind of he kind of shit the bed against uh, against Denver. We could say whether it was great defense, <laughs> it was it was game flow, game script dependent. Yeah. But uh, you know, well, he's got to script this game. There's no excuse. No. Sean Payton has to script him a game because this team is a little bit important. And, and don't forget the Kansas City, uh, Denver uh, really slowed down Kansas Denver City. Denver looked really good. So when Denver's you, defense you is down, That's a good defense. When you, when you can slow down the young goat and uh, 
you know, you got a good defense, but let, hey, let me explain something, y'all. Let, let me explain something, y'all. I play football. When you know you have a chance to win, it makes you play better. That's yeah. why Denver played better once they knew they had their quarterbacks. When you yeah. we ain't got no quarterback, we got to do it off the practice squad. I mean, you think I'm gonna go out here and kill myself trying to play when I know we're gonna lose? You know yeah. what I'm saying? You play better when you think you have a chance to win. It, it yeah, just that's a pretty good defense they got over there, too. So, I mean, I, they have some really good up-and-coming young players in that defense. I mean, Vic Fangio is a heck of a coach. He was a Saints guy at one point early in his career as a linebacker coach, I believe. And, I mean, you know, he he did it in Chicago. He's been around. And, I mean, that, that team knows how to play defense. Um, but, hey, let me – I want to get to this, guys. We made a point about our three keys to victory last week. We talked about coming out the game early. You know, we like to kind of say, hey, Sean Payton, we didn't like that call – you know, with Taysom Hill running the sideline to run out the clock, we thought it should have been Kamara, Murray maybe running the ball. But I will give Sean Payton kudos on this, man. I mean, look, Sean Payton's one of the elite coaches. And I know, it's, you know, we like to call out coaches when they do something wrong, but I want to say this, man. We always call him out when he's right, too. You know, we, we give him props. But I want to say I thought he executed the game plan perfectly by letting Taysom come out and throw the ball early and often. I mean, we were very pass-heavy early, and it kind of set up the run for Alvin Kamara. But he got Taysom Hill's confidence going with some easy throws early. And I thought that was a huge – to me, that was just a huge way to set the table. You know what I mean? I thought he had a great first quarter strategy. And, look, Taysom, I have to take my hat off to him. He made two darts. He threw two darts. And one was to Michael Thomas on the sideline. And that one he threw in the teeth of the secondary in the end zone to Jared Cook. <laughs> Jared that Cook. was nice. That was a hey. nice throw. That, those, are, those are NFL caliber throws. See, this is what I, that's what I'm seeing with this kid. I mean, see, like you see, I know C feels that way too. I mean, I see this potential with this dude, man. It's still going to be rocky at times. I mean, we're going to see that bad decision here and there, but the, the potential with me, it's like through the roof, you know? It's, it's, it's choppy, you know? He's not, I wouldn't say call him the most natural quarterback, and he doesn't right. have a lot of reps doing it. But exactly. The tools, he's just so, he's just so toolsy. Because uh, he just has, you know, all of the tools in his tool belt that that he can do almost. I mean, you know, you've seen it now. He he, he kind of blows Peyton's mind with the opportunity and the the ability to do a lot of different things. Like, yeah. Uh, you know, I think sometimes Sean Peyton gets a little too carried away because you know he's just so excited to craft to craft the game plan in place for the guy. Yeah, I don't want to see Taysom hit, take as many hits either, man. I mean, I know that's going to be something to talk about too. I, I like him running. I like the design run here, just like Lamar Jackson. But I don't want to see constant hits on my quarterback. I'm just that, I, I cringe when I see it with Lamar Jackson. I cringe when I used to see it with Cam Newton. You know, like some of these guys, like Andrew Luck, Ben Roethlisberger. When these guys take so many hits like that. It scares me, man. It really does. Like, as far as not so much even, like, just the fumbles, but shortening the guy's career span, you know what I mean? That's the thing that, that I really worry about. You know, so I don't want to say – Taysom's got to – look, he did a better job. He, he's starting to slide. He's done a better job. Of that. But Sean Payton's got to protect him as well, you know? Hey, who y'all got? Let me know. Look, we got a game on Dallas and Baltimore. Let me know who, who y'all got. I got to go Baltimore all the way, man. <laughs> hey, look yeah, at this. Yeah. Mark Ingram tonight. What's that? Is Mark Ingram playing tonight? 
No, uh, J.K. Dobbs. J.K. Dobbs is the man. They, they, uh, Arc Ingram's old news. Maybe the Saints can go after him in the offseason. Hey, so what do you <laughs> think, so? I'm moving all the way. If Mark Ingram, I think he's done in Baltimore. I, I think the writing's on the wall. <laughs> I think done. they made some bad choices this year with that. But, hey, Mark Ingram to me is going to the Saints, man. They need to stop dicking around with Gus Edwards and Mark Ingram and let Dobbins carry 25 times a Mark game. Ingram don't get no carries. They don't give Mark Ingram a carry. This guy had a Pro Bowl yeah. year for them last year, and they won't yeah. give him the football. Yeah, he's been hurt this season because he's old and washed. They're too yeah, worried about him. And, and he's fucking slow when he does play. Well, dude, what, what running back are you watching? This is a guy who's got a thousand yards last year, five yards a carry. You're talking about Memphis. Last year, a thousand yards made the Pro Bowl. Yeah, last year. He's washed. The wheels fall off fast. It's the NFL. This ain't the wheels. What wheels? He don't even have a chance to show his wheels. He gets four carries you every know, other you game. You practice. You practice the play. Who practice? Hey, you talking about practice, man. I got to bring Allen Iverson on you, dude. There's but, no way. Listen, man, Mark Ingram played. Mark Ingram is going to make the prediction by the offseason. That's my prediction. Mark Ingram is coming back to the Saints. I'm telling you, uh, it's happening, yeah, dude. Hang his jersey. No, the Saints got to apologize. Mark's man with the Saints right now. Mark, look, it's good. Hey, look, imagine a backfield. Hey, Mark Ingram wants to come back and win a ring, maybe. Look, because it ain't happening in Baltimore. Let Jim Harbaugh keep playing around with J.K. Dobbins and that bullshit. Hey, that team is not even making a playoffs this year. Mark my words. Baltimore's not Lamar Smith makes too many rescue attempts. A running back isn't happy in Baltimore. No, that's what I'm saying. Lamar Jackson's basically a running back slash quarterback. That's what I mean. Like they're not gonna make the playoffs because fucking Lamar Jackson hasn't graduated to throwing the ball. But it ain't even just Lamar (laughs) Jackson. They don't their receiving core is not good enough. Their defense is good, but they're not playing great. They don't have any receivers. They're not running right. the ball. You know, you know you don't have a good receiving call when you sign Dez Bryant. Exactly. Hey, so great point. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> There's nobody in that receiving core. Willie Sneed, hey. like, outside of Marquise Brown, Willie Sneed's their second-best receiver. Hey, I mean, that's right. I'll tell you okay. how you fix that team in this offseason. You, you, uh, you trade for Amari Cooper. You give up a first if you have to, and you sign James Washington a trade for him as well. I, I like I like uh, what, about, what about a Juju Schuster Smith? I mean uh, Juju Smith Schuster, man. I mean you could have a, I mean Amari Cooper is a good option as well. I mean they got a lot of luck. Ty Hilton's going to be out there. There's going to be a ton of wide receivers available in the open market. Hey, I want to give a shout out. Hey, I want to give a shout out to my boy Mike Tannehill Jr. I there love to listen to his live. That's my boy. Yes, What's up, Mike? That's like a character, that. man, that guy. He's a character. Uh, <laughs> I like catching him on there. Well, look, yo, I'm happy with this effort. Those Saints won again. Look, Seattle took a loss. That was big. The Giants won that game. We didn't get – look, Philly made that Packers game interesting, but Aaron Jones had to go run like a 76-yard touchdown and, and just destroy our dreams. But the Saints and Packers is a two-team race, in my opinion, man, in the NFC. But that top three. If they would have just brought Hurts in in the first quarter, they might have won that game. I, look, but they had a lot of things that started working. They got the big return from your boy Rager. The defense made some plays late. They kind of Ooh. shut Aaron Rodgers down a bit in the second I, half. I think I came when he returned that ball. Yep. Hey, make sure y'all come back Sunday and stay tuned for our picks. <laughs> and I, my, my soul sing rhyme of the week. 
Hey, I'm right. ready, Solo. You got to bring it like you did last week, man. That was yeah. awesome. This is well, look, y'all, let's, let's go watch this game, man. I got to eat I'm some damn watch this game, baby. Let's, who that? All right, y'all. Check out the site, tailgate504.com. Solo, hey. I know you got some stuff. Get that Philadelphia theme song, my theme song, baby. Play Come that on, we're going to eat some cheesesteaks. Going to eat some W's <laughs> and some cheesesteaks. <laughs> Feel it, man. <laughs> 